0: and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so excited to dive into this episode. Um, If you are brand new to the podcast, hello, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, I'm a self-love and empowerment coach. I've been on my own self-love journey for about nine years now of learning how to love my body, learning how to befriend my mind, and empowering myself through my actions, through my time, but not just through my actions, through believing in myself, um, through learning how to overcome procrastination and perfectionism and the different conversations that were holding me back. And so I'm really excited to be sharing with you a topic around boundaries today. Um, This topic was inspired by a dear friend that reached out to me on Instagram saying that she felt a lot of resentment towards men lately and just very irritable. And between her and a conversation with a friend, she realized it was boundaries. And so this episode is all about how to create those boundaries, how to identify what they are how to approach them, and how to create them, essentially, um, because I hopped on a phone with her right away, which that's kind of my favorite thing to do is if I connect with you on Instagram and you ask me a question or something, like one of my go-tos is let's hop on the phone because there's so much more connection and and just exchange that happens with a 5-minute or 15-minute phone call than you know, there's so much more connection that we can create there than we could ever create just in the DMs. I think the DMs are so powerful, but my favorite is just hopping on the phone. So the first thing that I asked her was, you know, tell me an example of something that's been happening. And so I'm sharing with this because I know it's anonymous. I'm not going to tell you who it was, but this particular person, she's incredible. Okay. She's also, uh, she's a fitness instructor. And so she, is very much in tune and embraced with her body. And so she shares a lot about workouts and things. And because of of having that platform of sharing workouts and doing personal training, whenever she has a connection with a guy lately, and this is just an example she shared, was him being like, oh, like, let me see your ass. Let me see your beautiful body, right? It's a request decorated with a compliment. Let me see your beautiful body. Let me see that gorgeous ass, whatever. And she says when she receives this, it's just cringy, where she's just like, oh my God, geez, like I thought you wanted to get to know me, like you're just another guy. But she said she noticed that she would just be like, oh no, like not yet, like oh, of course you want that, laughing even though inside she felt like cringy, you know, like we all know that feeling of like, ugh, why was I nice during that situation? And so we started talking about what's underneath that, you know, of being able to identify okay, if someone asks to see something that I'm not ready for, it is okay to make them feel bad. So step one in creating boundaries is identify the boundary that's being crossed. So with this example, um, it was men, men crossing the boundary of wanting to create intimacy before there was intimacy to create. Um, step two is, is communicating those boundaries, right? identifying the boundary. Oh no. Identifying the boundary, creating the boundary and communicating the boundary. So once she identified, okay, it's with this, with different men that I speak to and potential new people that I want to date. Then the second step, um, is in noticing, okay, well, what do I want instead? Right. If we're creating the boundary, it's like, well, I don't want to show you anything unless I feel the desire to, I'm not going to do it just because you want me to. Um, but the issue comes down to, like, the biggest fear is, not, is feeling like you're being a bitch. Like, and this has come up for myself. This has come up for so many different clients of, I don't want to be, I don't want to come across like a bitch. I don't want to make anyone feel bad. Because um, then the third step of communicating the boundary requires us to hold the tension with the feel bad. Because sometimes you might feel bad or they might feel bad and it's really important to hold the tension through the feel bads. because most of the time people do not realize that they are crossing a boundary because they are so openly expressing a desire. And so when they are expressing that and they are um, making you feel uncomfortable, it is literally up to you to call out the bullshit. And so like I told this friend when we were talking is, you know, when situations like that happen... Make them feel dumb. Be like, are you kidding me right now? And hold the tension. If you feel a fear around rejecting other people or you don't want to bruise anyone's ego, you don't want to make anyone feel bad, you have to remember that you are teaching them that it's okay to treat you that way. And what else is happening is they have no idea that they are like... Pushing your boundaries. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, but it's up to us to communicate that. And once we start, and I want you to know this too, once you start creating the boundaries in your life, it slowly becomes just who you are. It isn't this constant thing of having to realize boundaries are being crossed and set them. Eventually it becomes who you are that you resonate and vibrate at a certain level that people understand how to treat you and they have respect for you. But it really does start with the love and respect that we have for ourselves. Um, there's an amazing book called, um, oh my gosh, why am I blinking out? The Mastery of Love. And The Mastery of Love is, I feel like it's such an important read. I think everyone needs to read it. And the reason why it's so valuable is it gives all these different analogies. And it talks about that we will put up with abuse from other people only at the level at which we abuse ourselves and I'm not talking about physical abuse, I'm talking about mental, emotional abuse. If we are critically talking about ourselves, having self-criticism, having self-doubt, calling ourselves stupid in our mind, and having that negative self-talk on replay, then we will put up with people treating us poorly because we treat ourselves poorly. But as we start to cultivate self-love and self-esteem and self-respect and self-confidence, then it it's, it's the analogy that, Rising, rising waters lifts all ships. So if the ocean starts to rise, all ships will be lifted. When we start to create that loving relationship with ourself and befriending ourselves and creating um, a loving place within our mind, it lifts everything in our life. We no longer will accept um, negative environments or things that are not soul satisfying from other people if we are not treating ourselves that way. It just becomes this natural thing of like, uh no, I don't accept this. I do not accept this at all. Um, and something else to remember, if you are a very outgoing social person and you're like extrovert, you love being around people, it's likely, and this is because I studied communication, I've studied psychology, um, it's likely that when you are communicating with other people, one of your biggest fears is rejection, and I'm saying this because that's been like textbook. I'm just talking about textbook communication fears, you know. So the biggest fear being rejection, and I know for me that's what it was. And realizing that it was so eye eye opening because we will operate in avoidance of our biggest fear. So if the biggest fear is around rejection, then we will go out of our way to avoid rejecting other people, okay? So if you've noticed in the past that you've let things slide especially with men or dating because you didn't want to reject them, you didn't you didn't want to make them feel bad, you didn't want to feel bad, you know, that is aiding into that same thing. You, you don't want to be rejected, so you're not rejecting other people. But what I want to offer you is a different perspective, a different mindset around that. And this is a very powerful phrase, and it has helped me personally, and has also helped me in creating those boundaries, is rejection is redirection. If you are sharing something that is in like. I'm talking about your gut instinct, right? You have a woman's intuition and you, I can guarantee you can think back of moments with a man where you had this cringy feeling in your stomach, but you ignored it because you really wanted to see the best in him. You didn't want to have assumptions. You didn't want him to make, you didn't want to make anyone feel bad. You didn't want to reject him and bruise his ego, right? But your gut told you, you had the signs from your gut, but it was ignored. Okay, if you are speaking your truth from a place that is like from your intuition, that is, is wholehearted, right? If it's like, what are you doing? I'm not okay with this. Please stop. If it's situations like that, it will be beneficial for the highest good of everyone involved. Rejection is redirection. By you standing up for yourself and, and communicating that boundary, think about all the other women after you that that man might encounter that he is now changing his perspective because of that, right? And there's some men too that literally come into our life just so we can practice setting boundaries, Hey, lovely, if you are ready to take the lead in your life, if you are ready to cultivate self-love that empowers you, inspires you, and allows you to take action on the things that really matter to you in your life, then GLOW Self-Love Mastermind is open for enrollment. There is a link in the show notes that you could be able to join. This is a six-month mastermind that is for empathetic and spiritual women to come together to create sisterhood, to create empowerment, and to master our emotions. And it's not so much controlling them as it is surrendering to them and allowing for your feminine flow to guide you in your day, how to get into flow, how to create a meditation practice, how to be open to receiving everything that life has to offer. And so if that sounds good to you, there is a link below that you can schedule a free one-on-one call with me, and we can be able to dive into your self-love journey. Here is what Jennifer has to say, a recent graduate of Glow Mastermind.
1: I would say, if you're on the fence and you're not sure if you should do with it, why? <laughs> you're important. Your own life matters. Self-love is something that I think in society we don't appreciate as much as we should. And having gone through this course, it is so important that it's really, I'm finding the... Uh, stem of everything else, of work life, of physical life, of course, mental health life. And that is something that's so important. I don't even want to think about um, having gone through um, this whole 2020 <laughs> without having That mental fortitude and clarity and tools um, that I got from Glow, um, because it's helped me so much. So, if you're on the fence, investing in yourself is never a bad thing. You're always going to get a return out of it. And when you invest in yourself, you are also investing in the people in your life because when you're a better version of yourself, it brings so much more clarity. You're feeding the root of the tree like you are the root of the tree and that is what you're feeding everything else is gonna stem from it and it's gonna be so abundant and amazing so go for it
0: all right now let's get back to the episode and i've had situations in my life, oh my gosh, especially this past year, where a situation happened where i was like, no, he's not trying to get with me. I, I like we're just friends. And me being a little naive around that. And then when uh, that guy like pursued me, i remember i was just kind of in a shock cuz i was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What? And i looking back, i didn't want to be a bitch, right? But if i but i, I still put up boundaries more than I would have in the past, but there's still so much room for growth there. And I think that is important for everyone to hear is, you know, I'm, I'm here sharing about boundaries and teaching them, but there's always more layers to peel back. And the way that we can identify that is how do you feel, you know, do you feel frustrated? Do you feel drained? Do you feel like I want to get the fuck out of here when you're hanging out with certain people? Because that is a sign that you do not feel emotionally, mentally safe around that person. And you feel like there's a guard up. Um, and you know, I've had a lot of situations where I've expressed a boundary of like, oh, I'm not available for that. That doesn't work for me. And you know, it can create frustration because if people are used to you acting a certain way and playing a certain role, and now you are no longer doing it, there's going to be some adjustment periods because if you start changing, it also changes the identity of the people around you. Right. Because it's like, oh, if you're changing, well then who am I? Because you've always been like this, so if you're not like this, then what's going on with the relationship between us, right? And this is where you get to hold tension during the feel bats got to hold the tension. And it's not uh, going to be hard for long because eventually it just becomes who you are. It's the same thing like working out. If you haven't worked out in a long time and then you go to work out, you're going to be sore. But if you continuously work out, eventually you're not going to be sore all the time. You're just going to um, get energy from it. You're going to feel the burning your muscles, but you're not going to be sore. Okay. Yes, it still requires some work, but this is the cool part. Even if you don't focus on boundaries, if you focus on loving yourself, cultivating that relationship with yourself, creating a peaceful environment in your own mind and in your own heart, I'm talking meditation, journaling, heck, if you are ready for, for doing that and having a guide, like glow self-love mastermind is open. That's my six month mastermind. It's only open a couple times a year and it's starting in 10 days. Um, it's January 25th. If you're listening, it's January 15th, 2020, um, so that's also available to you too because rising water lifts all ships when we focus on the love within ourselves and how we are treating ourselves and lifting that vibration of what we deserve and not just seeing it but really believing it and feeling into our worthiness that we are worthy of everything the world has to offer when we focus there it becomes very it becomes easier to set boundaries because we will not put up with other people treating us worse than we treat ourselves. But it's also really good insight if you look back at certain people and think, oh my God, why did they treat me that way? Well, in some areas of your life, you are treating yourself that same way. Okay? And so creating a deeper love for yourself will automatically command a certain level of love from other people, and a certain level of respect. Um, So be gentle with yourself during this process. So we're going to identify the boundary being crossed, identify um, what you would like within that boundary, and then we're going to communicate that boundary. Okay, and then kind of the fourth part of that is holding the tension through the feel-bads. And if you've been a person where it's like people-pleasing of Wanting to end a conflict just so you don't have to feel the discomfort of the conflict. You know you know what I'm talking about. If it's like, oh my God, I hate when anyone is fighting around me or any type of conflict. I'm definitely like that. There's been many times where I have gone against my own boundaries just to like, I haven't been true to myself of what I actually believe because I really wanted conflict to end. Okay. And this is a really big part of learning how to hold tension. That conflict is not a bad thing. And it's not up to us to save anybody, you know, coming in, getting ourselves getting involved in certain things in order to end a conflict. Because most of the time we're trying to end it not for the sake of resolution for the people, but we're trying to end it because we ourselves feel uncomfortable. Mm And that's not really serving anyone either um, because that starts to play into the avoidance, the avoidance style of conflict. And when I started doing um, like learning about conflict styles in college, a lot of the tests that I took came back of being more on the avoidance scale of avoiding that conflict, wanting to put it under the rug and just put a happy face on and move on like, oh, let's not talk about that because I was so uncomfortable with it. Um, But. If we're doing that with our relationships, we're likely doing that with ourself, right? So ask, where am I avoiding my own internal conflict? And when we start addressing our own internal conflicts and holding space for it, it becomes a lot easier to hold space for conflict with other people when you are expressing a need or if you are expressing something you're not okay with or you're expressing something that you want more of, okay? And so you are you are worthy of asking for more. You are worthy of saying, this doesn't work for me. And you're allowed to ask people to rise up to the occasion, right? Um, people are so much stronger than we give them credit for. And People are much more resilient than we give them credit, credit for. And we got to remember that men have been dealing with rejection since they first started flirting, right? Men going up, asking for a girl, being like, oh my God, am I going to get a yes? Am I going to get a no? And so just be prepared that men are always kind of fishing when they first start dating because they're trying to get a feel for what you're about, you know, who you are, what your your mannerisms are, your cadence, your your expressions, like what type of woman you are. And there is nothing wrong with making him work a little bit if it is you being true to your gut. If someone says something that makes you feel cringy, check in with that feeling. And before you go to soothe over that situation by with a laugh or making them feel good, like you can give them an RBF, right? You can give them a bitch face and be like, are you serious? Like, I don't like that at all. Please don't talk to me like that. And then when, after you express your, your boundary, if they respect it, amazing. If they don't, then that's when you get to create even further boundaries of like, I don't want to communicate with you anymore. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Um, you know, and it depends on that relationship. Sometimes that's very difficult because there's that desire to want to resolve conflict. That's the desire to want to be heard, to want to be seen, to want to fix things, um, So that is a little talk all around boundaries and creating them and identifying them, especially in relationships. Um, I think like one of the biggest fears that come up is not wanting to reject people because it's a fear of, yeah, but if they walk away, what if they never come back? And this idea of not wanting to ruin it or mess something up. I really want to encourage you to remember that you can't, mess up anything that's meant for you okay and expressing yourself is going to liberate you and it's also going to create a sense of freedom in those relationships because you aren't dimming yourself in order to make someone else comfortable and so I guess like the big part of this mm-hmm. whole episode is holding the tension and also and also being okay with making people uncomfortable because let's look at it in another way they're making you uncomfortable right and so why are you sitting there having to hold all the discomfort to make them comfortable express yourself it's safe to express yourself it's safe to make someone look like a jackass if that's how if you're getting that cringy gut feeling we get to get over the fear of being a bitch and instead check in with what's the truth of how i'm feeling and giving ourselves permission to express that while also remembering that it all starts within the level at which we are loving ourselves is how what we will put up with around us and so um i highly recommend getting little post-it notes or a dry erase marker and writing i am statements giving yourself positive affirmations like i am deserving of a loving partner i am strong worthy and powerful like i am I am. Whatever comes after that, what do you need to hear? If you could give that love to yourself, if you could affirm to yourself, like even if you have to imagine the little version of you, like the five-year-old version of you, what do you want to tell her? I am. And put those sticky notes or write those things on your mirror, on your refrigerator, anywhere that you will see it often. So that starts to become a train of thought in your mind because beliefs are thoughts that we continue to believe over and over, right? So if you, believe, if you start using these different positive affirmations and if it ever doesn't feel true, just add, I'm in the process of. I'm in the process of feeling deserving, right? Although or I'm in the process of an amazing relationship. Um, you know, I am worthy, I am worthy of love. I am love. You know, and all those things are just so true. So the more we we see that and we believe that and we start to think that the easier it is to embody that and to live that and to just that is just who you are, right? And you will start attracting those people in your life. But let's remember that everything is happening for us if people are coming into our life that are pushing our boundaries, they are literally coming into our life so we can work it out. Think of it like muscles. Boundaries are like muscles. We need to work them out. Sometimes they'll be sore and that's okay. You get to practice again of expressing yourself and saying, this is what I'm okay with. And this is what I'm not okay with. Can you please respect that? That's how it goes. Get to hold that tension, baby. Okay. I'm Kelsey Lowe. Um, if you love this episode, send me a message on Instagram, Kelsey Lowe Show. Take a screenshot of it. Post it to your story if you'd like. Um, I'd love to continue this conversation t- too if this sparked something within you. Um, and uh, I hope you guys have the most amazing day. We'll talk to you later. Bye.